Hey, Brazilian Dragon Squad. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast, but you don't know where to look? Anchor is your solution. It's really easy to use, and it's also free, so it's the best of both worlds. You can record the podcast using Anchor's creation tools, or you can upload your audio when you have it all recorded elsewhere, and Anchor will do all the distribution for you. It's really easy, it's really simple, and best of all, it's free. Create your podcast today on anchor.fm. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Brazilian Dragon Podcast here for another edition of Pod, Talk, Jam, and Break. I am myself, Felipe, and it is not a transformation. She is back. Caitlin, it's been quite some time, but how have you been? I've been good. Felipe has, you know, Felipe has personally tied me up to my ceiling and dropped me onto the ground, so I've just been unconscious this whole time. Wow, don't slander me like this. That is that is hurtful. But the um, truth. Okay, we'll see. Uh, yeah, you've missed half this season. What have you thought of the last few episodes? Um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. They've been okay. Yeah. I, you miss I, talking to me about it at least? Yeah, like honestly, like it's kind of boring watching the episode and like not talking to you about it. Like, I sent you some things of, like, my thoughts, but, like, I'm, like, wow, I don't know how I did the first season without talking to you about this, because, like, it's kind of the only enjoyment I'm getting now. Oh, wow, that's high praise. Um, Mm -hmm. But we are not alone. We are continuing the string of excellent guests. You know her from the RHAP Mafia game, where she was an absolute icon, an overall amazing person in general. It is Lindy. Lindy, how are you doing? I'm great. Thanks, Felipe. <laughs> that mafia game. Wow. I'm I'm just famous for it and it's embarrassing. <laughs> Listen, it no, you should be proud. Rent free in my head. You were so good in that game. Um I I don't know if I can ever trust you in mafia, but you can because I'm terrible at lying. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. We'll see if we ever get the chance to play. But um, yeah, what is your background with the high school musical franchise this series this season what are your thoughts all yeah, these general so, questions uh, the first high school musical movie came out when i was in middle school so that was like i was the perfect age for it and i loved it i think i watched it on the night it premiered you know um so i know i saw the the sequels as well um so i i loved the first movie but it's been a while since i saw it um and i actually i'm just a huge fan of television um which i <laughs> really started to understand about myself like after college I was like wow this is actually like a passion of mine um so when I heard that there was high school musical the musical the series about these characters at you know the high school where they filmed high school musical putting on high school musical I just thought this is perfect this is the show for me it's so meta and cool so I was really excited um so that that's why I watch it and I love it yeah. Um, so overall, we're almost done with season two. From the first two seasons, do you have any like favorite moments, favorite characters, favorite songs? Um, that's a big question to ask. Yeah, just, start, just, but... just ask her everything. Yes. 
Yeah, I have lots of favorites. Um, I would say my favorite songs from this season. I love the Rose song. I was I've listening to that before that. we started. I've been listening to that on repeat for sure. Um, so I love that. I also like the one around you. Um, yeah. Miss Jen and, and Zach. I love that one. And then also the opening musical number for season two, Something in the Air. Oh, that one. Yeah. Ooh. I, yeah, Around You is a bop. I haven't listened to that recently, but uh, that one is so much fun. And we love when Miss Jen gets to, gets to have her moment. Um, yes. Yeah, and the row, the row song, like, it was on, like, Spotify's, like, top 50 for a bit. I mean, it, it sounds like an Olivia Rodrigo song. It is an Olivia yeah. Rodrigo song, I guess. <laughs> but, um, like, yeah, so I, it makes sense with her blowing up the way she has. Um, is, is, who's your favorite character, would you say, Lindy? If you have one, I think I'd ha- I think I'd have to go with Gina. I think I've loved love. yes. I've loved seeing her growth over the two seasons. I actually rewatched the whole show this past week <laughs> in preparation for this. Yeah, yeah. We love a dedicated podcaster. You can take yeah. my job. <laughs> Honestly, I agree um, with that. <laughs> so it's been really cool to see how Gina has grown up until this point. Um, she's just so sweet and just seeing her like blossom with her friendships I just love that and I also have been loving Seb you know he doesn't get a ton of huge moments but all of his small lines are just so hilarious so I love that I am such a Seb fan and when they announced that he was going to main cast for season two I was like okay but why like he didn't really have much to do in the first season I was like you're gonna like I, I expected if they were gonna make him Sharpay he would have a much pre- bigger presence in the first season but then I am so happy they promoted him to main cast because he is such a delight and mm-hmm. I am obsessed with uh Seb and Carlos do they have an official ship name is it is it Seb with a c yeah it's kind of hard because they both kind of like Sarlos? the same beginnings Seblos maybe Seblos yeah but yeah uh, that's probably the best one those are those are two of my favorites and yeah I just feel like Gina is such a well-developed character just to know where she starts to where she is in these last few episodes like especially like with her wanting to leave in the middle of the season I really like what they have given her in the back half as well because I was worried they were gonna like run out of runway with her Um, yeah no her storyline has been like probably my favorite yes so Caitlin catch us up what have you been your overall thoughts on the stuff that you missed on Glee well, I didn't realize I was doing a Glee recap. Um, no, I, okay. Personally, um, I love the seeing Miss Jen and Mr. Mazzara have that become kind of a relationship thing almost. Um, let's see, the Nini and Ricky breakup, I think we all saw that coming. I was like, thank God, got over with it. Um, I was surprised when he went and saw his mom. Um, uh, what else? What else? And you know, I love Anything Courtney. About Courtney and Howie, yeah. That's okay, well, I we we've been calling it from the beginning that Howie was going to be at uh, the other school, and I didn't think it would be the way they did it, but like with him being the beast. But I was like, yeah. I called this. It was uh, so kind of yeah. I know this wasn't a question to you, but this this is something that I want to say. That Howie song, "If I Can't Love Her," uh, mm-hmm. that's also a really good song from the season. That, that is really good. Um. And then I did have one more question to ask. Oh, yes. What did you think of the lover's spat between your faves, Big Red and Ashlyn, including the French kid? 
Um, well, I like the French kid. I think he is funny. So I love putting him um into the into the mix. Um, I do think Ashlyn is like kind of like she's like, oh, I want you to do big things, big red. And Big Red's like, I just want to run my pizza shop. And I'm like, you gotta support your man running his pizza shop, you know? Yeah. Also, what was with that random kid um that Gina met at the airport? I was like, well, who is this kid? Why well, is he here? Um, he, he was definitely like, supposed to be like an EJ stand-in, I guess, like to make her realize. But according to Marcelo, they they were on the same show like previously, which I found oh. out when I did that podcast. Caitlin's obviously a fake fan, doesn't listen to the episode she's not on. Okay, let's recap what I've done. I've been in North Carolina with bad internet. Then after that, came back, went to Salem okay. with friends and bad internet. And then I'm back now. Six hour drive, you could have listened to all the podcasts. No, because I don't listen to podcasts on my drives. I listen to music because I sing really loudly so I can keep myself awake. Then I get back and I have to go straight to work. So give me a second. Okay. Yeah, the Gina in the airport thing, I was so frustrated by that when I watched it the first time. But then I heard you and Marcelo say, oh, this guy was on a show, you know, with her. And then it made a lot more sense, I have to say. Yeah. I still like have many questions like why but um like in terms of like the casting and like what they do with it I guess like it they did the best with the situation my main question is why on earth did Gina give her full name to this random thank stranger you. <laughs> thank you okay I definitely forgot to talk about that but she literally said her full first and last name she gave life details about her brother like she, yeah, we didn't even, the stranger got news about her brother, not Ashlyn or anyone else knowing about it. We Not it even the confessional. Like, the yeah. audience didn't know about that. That was just, like, a blind side. Um, see, I very much agree. Don't give your first and last name. When I was in North Carolina, I was at a public pool. This kid came up to me, and he said, um, he started talking to me, and he asked me for my name, and I lied. And then he asked me if I had Snap and if I was single. And it was very uncomfortable. And when I said no to both of those questions, he then said, what about your sister? Oh. So. See, I don't know if it's because I've been watching a lot of uh, Better Call Saul, but uh, sometimes now when I go out, I'm like, I have a fake name. I'll make up a fake story, do some improv, learn from Ashlyn and Gina. Um, <laughs> and just like, if people are like talking to me and I just want to like mess around and be like, yeah, my name is actually uh, Connor Pizzatelli. And... Uh, <laughs> um blending people that I know I guess that's not like the the smoothest way but it works um but yeah I think I really liked how we did it with Marcella where we did like the everyone picks a few different topics instead of like a traditional recap I can give like a quick synopsis though before we start so um this episode season two episode 10 the transformation I thought that was going to be the finale because that's what it said on Wikipedia for the longest time but basically North High is struggling no, North High, East High is struggling to figure out how to do the transformation where the beast transforms back into a human. Ricky, again, why was he cast as the lead is my big question, but he is not taking we all it seriously. Know. He is struggling, as is Ms. Jen. She is also anxious. We get the return of Natalie, which was the biggest ticket item for me in this episode, because I was like, where has she been? But the girls- How did she get his number? Oh, wait, no, no, you're talking about that Natalie, girl. the girl from Natalie. the first episode who was like- She's on like stage crew, right? Yeah. And yeah, she, she, was, she was more in the first season. I totally yeah. thought about her, but then she yep. was in the first season I was rewatching. I was like, who is this? My theory, and this is only after watching most of Never Have I Ever season two, 
where a lot of the cast members are not in some episodes of that show. I'm like, this might be a COVID thing where like, they're like, okay. Yeah, they're probably like, we don't need irrelevant. Oh, uh, I shouldn't say irrelevant, but. She yeah. is relevant to me, Caitlin. Okay. No, I like her. I like her as a character. I wish they used her more. I'm glad she, she is getting, hopefully she gets to be in the next two episodes too. But yeah. Uh, so basically, Miss Jen is stressed out. Um, she finds out North High got the official Broadway blueprints for the transformation. So uh, they meet up in Big Red's pizza shop and they're like, okay, girls, you go to Ashton's house. Boys, you go to Big Red's house. We're going to figure this out. The boys built like this spinny thing. Basically, Big Red does all the work. Um, and the girls do uh, one of those like sequin things where you like move the cloth over and it changes fabric textures and they're going to combine those. But then Howie gives Courtney the blueprints to the Broadway thing and they try to rig it up and Ricky falls at the end. Um, and then also the subplot in this episode is Gina and EJ um, becoming closer. Nini finds out about the chocolates and Seb and Carlos have a little bit of a lover's spat, but then Carlos sings a beautiful song with Ricky in the background. So yeah. Woo-hoo! So Lindy, as our guest, how about we do like two, no, let's do two. And then if we have more stuff, we can tack them all. So like each of us get to do two topics, like lead us through, like decide what we want to talk about first. So Lindy, as our guest, What's the number one item that you want to talk about? I think number one would have to be Gina and EJ. Hashtag ah! Team GJ. Team GJ, you're not Team so Marcelo and Ricky's dad? <laughs> I thought it was actually both. Um, so okay. I'll support both of those teams. But I'm mainly Team GJ. I love them. They are so sweet. And this episode was so satisfying. I, love, I am obsessed. I love the callback to the risotto. Yeah, I honestly think I would have liked it more if they just like left it at that and be like, let's go grab dinner instead of like EJ being like, yes, that's a reference to a past episode. I was like, no, but like, I like the moment. Because, uh, so he, he, he was basically like, yeah, that like for real this time, let's get risotto because that was their like meal that they were going to have when they were with their fake North relationship. High. Yeah, um, I like the little callback to get risotto. Um, but yeah, I'm so excited for them. And I was hoping, this is what I was hoping for. I was hoping for when EJ picked Gina up from the airport that they were going to kiss. I was like, yes. they need to kiss. And then it didn't happen. And I was like, no. Will I'm they so kiss happy. before the finale or during the finale? Yeah, finale. It's going to be the finale. Big yeah. kiss. And it's going to happen. Okay. And we're all going to be so happy. Curveball prediction. I don't, I hope this isn't true, but Ricky jumps in and kisses Gina possible i will be so mad but i i don't know if he'll kiss her but he's definitely gonna confess like feelings for her i think this man needs to spend time by himself yeah his broken leg i assume he got a broken leg maybe he's in a coma because he was not in the trailer for the next episode you, you know what's gonna happen is the first five seconds of the next episode they're gonna be like, ah! and then he's just gonna get up and like they're gonna pretend it didn't happen I think he'll, he'll have a broken leg. such a high fall yeah i know but i feel like they're gonna act like it's like nothing oh for sure lindy were you a theater kid so no i wish maybe but <laughs> i don't i don't know if you wish well, not but i have a small story um so in eighth grade uh my friends and i tried out for our school musical um and they were they had been in it before in previous years so they could sing um, I'm not a great singer at all. So, but I prepared my audition. I auditioned. It went fine. Um, but I didn't get in and I was really disappointed, but I wanted to spend time with my friends. So I joined the stage crew of the musical and it was 
so fun. I had the greatest time because I was on stage for the whole thing. I got to, you know, change the scenery, you know, hand props out to the people going on stage. Um, and the funniest thing was at one point I found out that it turns out all eighth graders who tried out were supposed to make it into the musical, but because I wouldn't have made it otherwise, they forgot to put my name on the list. So, oh my God. But because of that, they let me go out on stage at the beginning of the show and address the audience and welcome them and tell them where the exits are and that they should turn off their cell phones and to tell them to enjoy the show. So every time before the show, I went out there and gave my little speech and it, I just had the best time. I just felt like the star of the whole thing. I love that. So I ended up having a blast. That's so fun. Like that you like also like were the star, like you were the first character they saw, I guess. Like, yeah. Of the whole show. Yeah. Also, what you had to say was the most important. So yeah. Um so that was amazing. Yeah. So, <laughs> so maybe, kind of adjacent to theater yeah, kids, but so, not actually one. So your next evolution is to be Mrs. Potts. Because Courtney was like a stagehand and so was Big Red. So you could be like a big role the next time and then you just keep going and eventually hopefully you don't become Ricky but maybe you'll you'll also uh become the lead I don't uh, think that's in the cards because I can't sing but I would love to have like a little background part in a play that'd be so fun but could Ricky sing during his audition no. I feel like you've talked about that every episode <laughs> and it's like, so true like he he was not good because he can sing like that's the thing right. like they, yeah they, I don't know if they like and it's it's kind of weird because like um EJ or what's it called like he he couldn't really sing the first season and I feel like this season he's been a pretty good singer so it's like what's going on I know we were talking about Gina and EJ um for a second but can we talk about EJ's stage makeup in the next trailer it was (laughs) scary weird it was so scary I was like who is this man? And I'm like, wait, that's EJ. Like, I literally thought it was like a new character at like right? for a second. I was like, who is this? Yeah. But anyway, I, I love EJ. I just, I am obsessed with him. He has made such a great transition as a person and I just love him. I'm so excited that EJ has had this art because he was like such a slimy character in the first season. He was a douche in the first season. He was like all about his like vlog and his like not TikTok because that wasn't big during the first season, but like his Instagram stories. And now he's just like a wholesome king. I think he like, he got rid of his Instagram, right? He's not, he decided to confront his dad, which still, where's the resolution? What did his dad say to him not wanting to go to Duke? But yeah. Yeah. So that, and obviously we, Gina is my number one fave for this season. So I'm super mm-hmm. excited for them. I hope they have happiness and aren't, destined for a breakup Um, yeah or if they are at least it's like ej is moving across the country for college or something and that's the the only reason i'll get ptsd if that's in the episode oh no that would be sad um one thing about ej i i really agree with you i really have liked him this season a lot um one of the best things that i noticed from rewatching was in season one when he was looking at miss jen's notes about from his audition for troy and she had written that he didn't have like an emotional connection to the character and then in season two when they're rehearsing that song um with the with the mugs and gaston Gaston? yeah Mm -hmm. at the end it was they did great and miss jen's so complimentary and then carlos stands up and he was like 
great emotional connection to the character. <laughs> oh, full circle. I love like full when she I love that. It. I love like those little details that they connect. Like especially like you wouldn't start the show like this to be so focused on those like little storylines, but yeah. I like that. Um. Anyways, do we have any final thoughts on Gina and EJ from this episode or? I just, I want to see them together and happy and just in love. Yes, we support. So Ricky, stay away. <laughs> um, yeah, so Caitlin, where do you want yes. to go next? Well, that's where I want to go. But okay, um, okay, you know what? I'm trying to think, this is stressing me out. But I guess we'll talk about Seb and Carlos because that's my other fave couple. Um, so I kicked the gingers to the curb. (laughs) Well, I just like felt like this is a storyline that I thought was really, really well done of like, I think we've all kind of had like the thing where it's like, there's very few, like at least in high school, um, people out. And so it's kind of like, if you know one person's out and the other person's out, they're always like, oh, like you two should get together. Or if like people know one gay person, they're like, I should introduce you to my gay friend. So like, I love that they kind of touched on that. And like, we're like, yeah, we are kind of the only like gay people in this area, but like, we still would date each other. And I really like that. And even though I don't like Ricky, I did like how he was like, they're giving advice to Carlos and being like, you know, you should go and like show him like how you feel. So I, I did like that. I agree with everything you said, comma, but I wish they would have said instead of like, oh, you're the only other person who watches Drag Race Canada with me. Uh, like, mm-hmm. instead, it's just been like, you're the only other gay kid at this school. Mm-hmm. Like, would you date me if like there was another one or something? Instead of like, instead of being like, oh, I'm the only one who watches Drag Race Canada. I'm like, mm-hmm. mm. just like lean into it. Like, stop like avoiding it. If you want that glad award, you gotta be disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I do agree and I thought it was like really cool for Ricky especially like seeing like you don't it wasn't like really a thing in like Lee and like other stuff like the straight guy like helping the gay guy like confess his love to like his yeah. partner but I feel like hopefully we see more of that in the future um, but I, I like the song uh, I couldn't tell you the name of it but it was a bop and I even if Ricky had to get himself involved um, but he yeah. was only in the background so it's okay it was kind of like I felt like I feel like the like showrunners feel like they have to have like Ricky or ne- Nini like in every single song I'm like yeah. Carlos could have done this like on his own yeah for sure and then uh, like some of the backing runs were fine but like it just felt unnecessary like Ricky yeah. could have just been in the background playing guitar but I do like the fact that like if they're gonna do that at least it was like two unique characters that you probably wouldn't hear singing together often that's true like Ricky and Carlos, like, when else would you hear them singing a uh, original what? song? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lindy, what about you? What did you think of the Carlos and Seb storyline? Well, I really liked the song and how sweet it was. Um, it was definitely nice of Ricky to help. I, the funniest part, though, was at the end when the song ended, you know, Seb and Carlos are, like, looking at each other, like, you know, you know, all lovingly. But then big red comes and gets them and Seb just like runs away and then the scene ends with like Carlos and Ricky hugging mm-hmm. and I was like I thought this was gonna end with you know Seb and Carlos kissing but it just yeah. ends with a Ricky <laughs> and Carlos hug which was sweet but I was like that's not what I was expecting it was very jarring that like big red comes in cock blocks the moment and is like okay Seb come run and yeah we big red come on man uh, I was just also the only thing I was like super confused is like it was like 
normal they're in the thing and then also it's like they're in like their suits and it's like I was like what like why are we doing this yeah that was a little extra it could have just um been the moment but uh I at least like the continuity that Seb was in that same suit okay I was gonna say that I was like heck yes he's in the same suit that he says he had to keep wearing because like that's just amazing oh that's great oh go ahead Lindy Oh, no, I just said that's great. Were you talking about how it kind of transforms and they're wearing different outfits, but like they weren't actually wearing those? Yeah. We did that earlier in the season during the auditions with like Courtney and Ashlyn and Gina when they said- Yeah, yeah. see, I understood that one more because it was kind of like, oh, we're a girl group and like, it's almost like we're a little mix or something. But like this one I didn't really get because they weren't like dancing. They were just like staring lovingly into each other. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted to touch on like, so this was like obviously something we discussed from episode one with the Christmas presents, but Seb's like financial insecurity around Carlos. And I wish they like didn't completely diverge into a new kind of uh, relationship stress or at least like added more to that as well because uh, they touched on it last week, but then they kind of just like hard pivoted into like, oh, Carlos was like posting thirst traps with other guys on um, Instagram. And that's where Seb was insecure about, but it could have been like a more of a combination, like talk about these themes, but that's just me and my. Yeah. And I was like wondering too, cause it said like he was invited, but I'm like, okay, was he like uh, invited and you're paying for it? Or was it like, Hey, like if you have the money, you should come with me. So like, yeah. I, it would have been interesting if they kind of went into that more. I do want to know what the name of the cow was. I know. Right. Yeah. You should name it Caitlin. <laughs> Canonically. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> see, you move like a cow. <laughs> um, any final thoughts on Seven Carlos of it all? And that's the song I'm going to pick at the end also. Uh, let me find the name of the song. Well, if Lindy or Caitlin have any final thoughts. Um, no, I don't have any final thoughts. My thoughts were final from the beginning. Yeah, I just hope that, you know, they'll, this will be the start of them, you know, communicating more, either through song or conversation. <laughs> Is it in a heartbeat? Yeah, that's, I think that's, wait, the Papas, uh, the musical, the series makes history with Disney's first LGBTQ plus love song. Ooh, that's kind of surprising. Santana never did a love song on Glee? Santana's not Disney. Oh, and you said Disney. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, wait, I'm trying to think. Hmm maybe something will come to me definitely mm. oh something Belgique and Buford I'm sorry they they mm. infinite verb I have to assume anyways <laughs> um is it I guess it's my turn to pick a topic uh let's talk about Miss Invisible Nini and the like minor drama with Gina about the flowers and the Valentine's Day candies um so Nini was kind of invisible this whole episode she had like one scene maybe she was off producing her album um <laughs> Like, so basically the only content we got is that she was kind of upset when she found out about Gina and the Valentine's Day. And she was like, I'm going to go get a root beer um, when she found out. Um, so do we think Gina should have told her earlier? Um, like to defend Ricky, I don't think Ricky was in the wrong in this instance for maybe not telling her afterwards, like that there was this like thing that this rumor, but I don't think Ricky did anything wrong since he didn't no. Valentine's Day. And I'm not a Ricky Bender, but but did no, they do anything yeah. wrong either? Like, are they really that close, Gina and Nini? Like, would I she really have so. to tell her? 
I, I don't think Gina did anything wrong either. It was also like she was gone for a while. So I, I guess she came back like the week after to school since like the snowstorm was around that time too. But like, well, I just don't even get why Nini was mad about it. Cause A, it's like at the time she finds out her and Ricky are broken up. Um, and even if they were still together, it's like there was literally no harm on either side. Like it was literally not, not a big deal. Yeah. It's just a little confusing. I, I wonder if it's like setting up some like final arc or um, something, but who knows at this point. Um, Lindy, did you have any other thoughts on this? Yeah, Nini just seemed to kind of overreact to it. I mean, I, I get that she might be upset, but again, no one did anything wrong. And then later when they're at school, um, you know, they're looking at the the plans for the transformation and she's like, oh, today's theme is secrets. <laughs> yeah. Like, she's so upset. She, I think she definitely like, I don't know. I'm curious to see what the rest of her arc is. Like Maddie G and I speculated a few weeks ago, is this like, are we like setting up for Olivia Rodrigo to lead the show? And I said, I don't think so. I think she'll be here for at least season three. Um, but who knows, maybe like, she goes back to Yak after all of this? I don't know. I don't think she would go back to Yak. I'm almost feeling like the way they're like saying she has like 15,000 followers and stuff like that. Like maybe she's like, I'm going to go to LA to pursue my dream. And then like, we don't see her. Yeah. Because she was barely in this episode. It was probably like not even a full minute of screen time, right? So, yeah. Um, and any, like any, you know, she has she one more to... song at least. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're going to milk her. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess we go back to Lindy for whatever you want to talk about next i think i want to talk about miss jen my queen yes love her absolutely but this episode she was so stressed and it really made me realize that she's put a lot of pressure on all these kids this season to like win the Mankeys and beat north high and you know, it at least results in Ricky probably seriously injuring himself. And they're all saying like, we're doing this for Miss Jen. And, you know, you have to think about, is that really, should she be putting all this pressure on them to like have to win and have to beat their rivals, you know? Yeah. I think in fairness to Miss Jen, she didn't have them outside of our sneak into the school and like do this because like that's the biggest thing is how did they like big red had the keys obviously but that felt very irresponsible for them to like try this after hours but she's putting so much pressure on them and like on herself and they see how stressed she is and carlos is like we have to do this for mother um has he called her mother what was why did he do that i mean she is his madrina so maybe like he can say that yeah but but he's called her that before True. But this time he called her mother. I that stood out to me. I was like, I'm not. I don't think he's ever said that. It was weird. It, yeah, it was. It was definitely interesting. Uh, she definitely is very stressed, and I think her stress is rubbing off on the students. And uh, uh, I, I did appreciate the gesture that they were like, "We need to do this for Miss Jen because she believes in all of us, so we have to believe in us too." Um, Caitlin, what did you think of this whole situation? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, like, her character is, like, supposed to be eccentric and, like, make, um, like, be kind of crazy, but I do see how, like, that could make the kids act crazy, um, but I feel like it's almost like, you know, like, it'd be weird if she was like, ah, it's fine, you guys, just go out and, like, bomb it, it's cool. I think, like, it's good that she at least, like, makes them, like, work hard, but she definitely could dial it back a bit. Yeah, I very much feel like 
they there's like two ways that teachers are and it's either like all in super competitive or it's like this is about the experience it's not about winning or losing and I feel like Miss Jen is definitely the former um Mm -hmm. but I I loved her little scene with Benjamin again though that he (laughs) she was like yeah um but you're kind of a loser um (laughs) she literally starts off and he's like I cried when I when I got my robotics team to like championships and got like second place in something and fourth place in something she's like she dragged him at the start though and I was still like on the floor after that I okay this is really weird but it bothers me that she calls him Benjamin I'm like call him Ben like what if he goes by Benjamin okay well that's weird who goes by their full name like that when it's that long okay Caitlin calling him Benjamin might actually like endearing you know like oh everyone else calls you ben but i'm gonna call you benjamin like we're close you know yeah i'm just caitlin's trying to drag this man when she goes by caitlin because she's like i can't go by kate i'm not cool enough no i would love for people to call me kate i've told people i like that name and everyone's just like yeah yeah yeah, it's cool caitlin like yeah fuck you guys (laughs) whoa not not that um but yeah i i just feel like miss jen is just so passionate and her passion runs off but then i wonder will will ricky's dad i don't think he will get involved because it's miss jen but like hypothetically would ricky's dad sue miss jen because of the play and he like oh like i don't think so he probably would use it as a he probably would use it as a way to flirt with (laughs) then you you might be right you might be right um do, do Let's lock in our predictions because I feel like we find out at least if not next episode, it's gonna be like the like suspense moment of the episode and then it's gonna like start the finale. But does East High win the Menkees? Mm, I'm gonna go with no. Lindy? I'm gonna go with oh, very well. they're not gonna win, but they're gonna beat North High. Ooh. Ooh. I like that. I like that. I like that um, too. I say Caitlin, do you say that North High wins or do you think they're just gonna they're both gonna lose? I think they're both gonna lose too. I, I'm with Lindy on that. I think North High is gonna win. I don't know how. I think I don't know. I I, I definitely feel like East High loses. That's my um thought. Um I do think they've tried to set up the scholarship for a while and that was like maybe EJ gets that. So that's the only scenario in which I see East High winning is that they were like, oh, the, the scholarship has to go to EJ or something but yeah maybe he like it, his dad won't pay for him to not go to duke so like he's out on money and then he gets a scholarship to like the school he wants to go to yeah it's not clear is the scholarship for the winning team or is it for the best student? i don't know, I don't know we, we really don't have much clarity on the Menke awards um but yeah any any final thoughts on the miss jen and the benjamin um, I do want to get a closer look at the poster behind the high school musical poster because obviously it's like their faces, but I want to see it like specifically. Yeah, I like how like the like Miss Jen presents was like bigger than like High School Musical. Miss Jen loves the theater. Um, she does. So yeah, I Caitlin. do love her. Do you uh, guys, go ahead. Linda. Do you guys want her to be with Mr. Mazzara? I want her to be with Mr. Mazzara so badly. I hate Ricky's dad. I don't want them together. Yeah, I do. I do too. And I, I don't hate Ricky's dad, but I do want her to be with Mr. Mazzara. And yeah. I was like, are they going to kiss in this episode? Do you think they'll kiss by the finale? Or, or mm, I don't think so. Fun? I think Gina and EJ will kiss, but not, but not Miss Jen. I'm trying to think. 
I think they care more about the kids. I think if there if there was like the space, they would like if they had to cut something, they would probably cut that stuff. So. Also, but, like I feel like Miss Jen doesn't really like him that much yet. I think I, maybe by the end we'll see. I okay, this is what I think. I think by the end they won't kiss, but I think she'll realize that she does like him. I think he'll save the day in some way, whether it's a yeah. small thing or a big thing. He'll like come in clutch again, and she'll be like, mm-hmm. "Oh my god, Benjamin!" Um, and then Ricky's dad is gonna try to swoop in again. Ugh, um, I hope not. But yeah, so uh, also Ricky's dad, you already have someone. <laughs> Marcelo, yeah. Um, Caitlin, where do you want to go next? Well, I was going to say, I was very confused by the Lily phone call. That's where I was going to go next. So let's go there anyways. Yeah. So I was just like, you know, A, confused as to how she got Ricky's number. That's a bit alarming. Like, Ricky, you need to be safer. And then like the phone call was just weird. Like I literally didn't understand why it was happening at all. I think she was playing mind tricks. That was like the goal. My thought with the phone call, I was like, doesn't Instagram let you FaceTime people? I don't know uh, if that's a thing. I don't know. I mean, you'd have to no. he'd have to be following her but because it's, like it's True, yeah. Hmm. Maybe Howie. True. That's like the only She said thing. she got his number from a friend of a friend. So, I don't know who that would be. Maybe maybe uh Nini gave it to gave it to her. Ooh. That's interesting. Um but yeah, or I I don't know that's that phone call was so weird though like it was like really weird like i didn't even get it from like a plot standpoint she was also like bullying big red while he was in the room being like (laughs) you helped that sad kid who didn't know how to stand (laughs) um but uh yeah even ricky was like confused and like you know it's like bad when ricky like is very confused and i mean he doesn't know what he's doing often but he was like this is us and ricky's not the brightest bulb Um, (laughs) so I am very confused. Do you think that she was... Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Do you think she was telling the truth when she was talking about, like, her mom? Or was that just a lie? It was really hard to tell. I honestly don't know. I was just, like, so confused. I feel like it's not a lie. I do think her mom... Like, I feel like she doesn't act this way just all on her own. She probably does have, like, really, like, a mom that, like, pushes her and stuff like that. Um, But, you know she might also take it to the extremes yeah i wish we if if that's the case i wish we were shown and not told that more yeah like maybe a scene with lily and her mom like we got courtney's mom which i'm still uh, so happy that was her real mom um <laughs> it is that's what marcelo said <gasps> i love that yeah but uh i wish we got shown that instead of told that and maybe it would have like had more impact if we like saw a scene where like lily gets some sympathy from Mm -hmm. the audience but yeah the whole phone call was weird and I don't know what to make of it I don't know where we're going with the rest of the season with her but I'm very curious because I I hope we get to see her sing one more time because I really like her voice I feel like they haven't really used her that well like the actor like I don't know they could use a lot more scenes of her I'm hoping maybe with like the performance at the end where they all have to like perform for the Menkees like we'll see her sing or at least like see her interact more because like it's just like every episode will just randomly get like a clip of her doing something and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I, I just hope we get some sort of resolution because I feel like they have a lot of balls in the air right now and there's mm-hmm. like only two episodes left to catch them all. Um, yeah. So they might fall on the floor. Um, yeah. Uh, Lindy, any thoughts on Lily? Any final thoughts on this topic while I try to 
think of one more topic to go through. Yeah, I agree. They haven't utilized her enough. Um, I wasn't really excited about having a character who was like really trying to interfere with everyone. Um, but it's, it's you know, not sure where this, this is going. I think if I knew where this was going, I could appreciate it more. But even just watching all the episodes in a row, I'm still just not sure where yeah. they're taking this in the last two episodes. In two weeks, you can start from season one again and like maybe have a fuller picture. <laughs> yeah. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I guess the thing that I, the last thing that we have to talk about um, is kind of like, I'll just call it the Courtney Ashland Big Red kind of plan, I guess. Like they're, they're save the day sort of thing. Uh, they decide to split up and Courtney and Ashlyn have the idea to do the the fabric thing and then they're like okay let's make it a competition but you're working on the same team and then yeah. Big Red he gets very anxious because EJ's like we should use your skateboards and he's like oh no but then they like didn't even go into any detail about that it was just like he's retired he doesn't want to use them but he will get over it but also like they didn't really he could like get them back at the end or like because they were just like taping them or uh stapling them to the to the table at the end yeah really like super unless they were changing the wheels because i was like okay this doesn't make sense because if the wheels are this way and mm-hmm. they're turning the table the other way it feels like it's not very smooth so they would have to like yeah wheels a little bit just like buy wheels or make well, I don't know. I know. But I love that Big Red gets anxious around the power tools, and he. Gets <laughs> I love that. Really mean. Um, he gets serious. Um, but yeah, Courtney and Big Red and Ashlyn coming in clutch again, especially Courtney and Big Red, who were like previously stagehands, like Lindy. Um, so, <laughs> I, I love it. And then Courtney gets the the blueprints from Howie. We still <laughs> haven't seen Howie since he sang. It's yeah. all like, again telling, not showing what their situation is. I know. I think that's weird. Like I was like. I thought we'd see maybe him at least like hand off like it to her or something. Yeah, it's it's confusing, but hopefully we get more. Again, this is like my COVID theory that they're probably are, like cutting corners to like do mm-hmm. it because you don't know. I don't remember when this filmed, but uh, yeah, like especially if it was. I think it was definitely before the new year. So, mm-hmm. um, with the vaccines, like well, I know that they were before. like doing Halloween together like the cast so it was like around then that makes sense that makes sense yeah Lindy do you have any thoughts on like the the squad who pulled through yeah it was it was weird because they they set it up as though it was going to be a contest between the guys and the girls on who could make the better device but then it turns out they were just making two separate things to go together yeah. And then they just totally abandoned all of that with the harness. So it was like, what really was the point? Um, but that's okay. It was, what it was, was fun. the point indeed? And uh, yeah, the, maybe they'll try again with that stuff um, once, the, I, once they find out what happens with Ricky. Um, do we think well, we I just like... Hope they didn't destroy the red skateboards for right? nothing. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Do we think we start immediately in that scene or do we think we like start like either the next day where there's like fallout and they'll be and Nini will be like in the confessional being like, oh yeah, so Ricky broke his leg. Um, and then they'll like do that f- sort of thing. I think it'll start 
like a, a day after or something and just yeah. with the results like oh he's fine he just sprained his ankle or whatever happens yeah maybe um, it'll be like miss jen like finding out or something Ooh, i kind of like that like miss jen gets the phone call yeah sort of like in the middle of the night you know she's still at the school probably like <laughs> out. but yeah we don't have any i don't th- do we have any other storylines that we didn't hit i don't think so i mean i have something i want to talk about for next episode yes let's see lindy do you have anything else to add from this episode nothing big no yeah do you have any notes that you you want to read off i probably don't want to read them because they're just like sentence fragments nothing like full thoughts but one one thing was with all the power tools um ricky picked something up and he's like is this a first generation ipod charger and i was like how do you even know that like i wouldn't know what that looks like yeah (laughs) I was very confused. Like, this, I'm surprised Ricky knows what an iPod is, to be honest. Like, <laughs> Gen Z, I don't know if they all know. But yeah, Caitlin, what did you want to share from the next episode? Okay, well, it's like the next episode, we don't, like, okay. So we don't see it in the preview or anything, but it's like um, pictures have come out. So like, if someone doesn't want to know about this, like maybe skip a few minutes. But um, we see pictures of Jordan Fisher uh, and we know that he is apparently going to be Gina's older brother coming and seeing the show. Oh, I did not yeah. know that. I, I think I remember seeing his name floating around, like being part of this season, but I didn't remember that, obviously. So that, yeah. like, I kind of annoyed that, like, I saw it on, I saw it on Twitter, and I'm kind of annoyed because I'm like, I think that would have been a good, like, that's like kind of a good get, and I was and like, you, I would. You spoiled I, me and Lindy. No, I'm kidding. Well, I warned you. Yeah, but it took your headphones off. True. Um, I don't know. That's a, that's an exciting get, I guess. Um, I wonder. I wonder what we're gonna see. Like, if it's just gonna be like a scene. But I'm excited for that. Yeah, Maybe like the it. screen caps. The screen caps showed him standing and like watching her. So like maybe he'll go okay. after her. Or or he's a judge at the Menkees. <gasps> Who knows? Maybe maybe that's my theory. Lindy, do you have any thoughts on this news? The Jordan Fisher yeah. news. I I um I thought Gina's brother was like much older the way she described him, but I don't yeah. think he he's that much older than. Him. How old is he? Let's Google this. He's my age, I think, or our age. I think he's like twenty three. Nah, he's he's like twenty seven. Mm. Nineteen ninety four. I guess that would be like 10 years older than Gina if he's that age. So I, I guess that is much older. He just like hit, hit the actor himself looks pretty young. Yeah, he got married in November 2020 in a private ceremony at Disney World. Yeah, to a girl that isn't famous. He just like met her like. Okay, someday. yeah. Uh, if you scroll down on his Wikipedia, it says his character name and I won't like divulge any further, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there was there was screenshots going around of that. Um, so yeah. I think that's interesting. We'll see more family life from Gina. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, but yeah, any final thoughts on this episode, on life, on this season? Mm. I I feel like it's like not, I don't know. I was like, I was really down on it in the beginning. Then I started picking up and I was like, heck yeah. But these last couple episodes I've been kind of like meh about. Do you think they should have like combined a few episodes into like yes. storylines? Because do you yes. think 12 is too long of a season? Normally, I love, like, having 12 episodes, but, like, because I liked more episodes, but I feel like they just don't have enough storylines. Like, 
some of these storylines i'm like they're not like big enough to be like this long yeah especially with the carlos who said that like we thought it had ended and then it comes back yeah and then it's like weird because they don't even end like other storylines like we don't know what's going on with ej in college with his father so it's like weird yeah lindy any final thoughts on this episode or this season yeah I kind of I kind of agree. I think some of the episodes have been not as exciting, but I think these final two episodes are going to be really great just with all their performances. I think that's going to be really fun to watch. So I'm actually really looking forward to the end of this season. I am too. I hope we get some more Beauty and the Beast members because there's still a few that like we if we leave the season without seeing be our guest, then I'll be mm-hmm. upset. Yeah, they've been doing a lot of originals. I didn't like the um, group song that they did with the Zoom calls. I didn't think it was good. Oh, I yeah, liked yeah. that. Oh, uh, I was not a fan. I liked it, but I definitely think the the breaking song of that episode was my m- more of my thing. But yeah, I just like I listened to from season one the group more, song that they did to be for. Brave. Yeah, like I listened to that still. So like to me, I was comparing it to that, and I was yeah. just like, I'm not gonna repeat this one, whereas I will repeat Born to Be. Brave. I think they're always gonna try to like chase that like we're all in this together song. Yeah, and and they have like their best effort so far but yeah like they're they like with something in the air and then the zoom call song like i think they're all trying to get that like big group number but maybe we'll see it in the finale yeah i hope so yeah so let's start winding things down lindy where can people keep up with you and then also do you have a pop culture plug i don't tweet very often but i'm always looking at it so if you tweet at me i i will respond um can you repeat the handle because you cut out for a second oh sorry uh tv lindy tv l-i-n-d-y Perfect. Yes. And then yeah. do you have a pop culture plug? Um, so many. Uh, I guess Sour by Olivia Rodrigo, Ooh. obviously. Love that. Yes. Uh, Caitlin, do we have any HSM news from the week or no? Uh, that was the only news with the Jordan Fisher thing. Everything okay. else. I, yeah. I, I, Zach Efron, there was like a viral video of him breaking out his grandfather for from the retiring home to do something. I don't remember what, but... <laughs> That's like, I guess, my high school musical news for the week. Um, but yeah, Lindy, um, thank There's you. huge oh. news. Olivia Rodrigo at the White House. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. I, I loved all the memes. It was like, we see who's really like here to meet who. And it was like, so <laughs> yeah. Olivia Rodrigo. That, that was huge news. And then also, mm-hmm. um, she was caught having dinner with uh, someone. I don't remember who. Well, she has a boyfriend now. Oh, no. The the people from uh, one of the one of the bands was it rose from blackpink oh i don't know she she was with one of the k-pop groups um, love that for her olivia rodrigo k-pop yes rose rose and uh olivia rodrigo uh allegedly photographed together mm-hmm. uh sparking rumors of a collab Ooh. so yeah that's so yeah, that's exciting. So thank you for bringing that, Lindy. Otherwise, Caitlin and I would have forgotten. Um, <laughs> Caitlin, where can people keep up with you? They can follow me on Twitter at Caitlin Glacken. Um, and I don't really tweet anything interesting anymore because I have nothing interesting happening. Okay, and a pop culture plug, plug for you? Mm, what does that even mean? Like something that you're watching or consuming or... Like- oh, I just finished reading Normal People... So I started watching the Hulu show. Mm, fun, fun. Also, Caitlin did divulge to me privately that she has such a crush on Frenchie from Big Brother. So that's another pop culture program. Eh, shut the fuck up. Look, I've only seen one episode of Big Brother, the first episode. 
but I'm on Twitter and I know that that is just not okay to say. Um, Kaylin is trying to fight with Big D for uh, Frenchies. Um, oh. Love. But yeah, in terms of me, you can follow me at WhatTheFleep on Twitter. Uh, you can follow the podcast at Brazil Dragon Pod on all social media. We just released an episode of Scooby Snacks and Chats with the great AJ Norris. We talked about Chill Out Scooby Doo. And then overall, what you're doing this Friday, we will have Zach Mohammed of the Ang in There podcast. He will come join Navi, Will, and myself to talk about Got Game and Comet Chameleon on the Phineas and Ferb rewatch. We are rounding the bend on season one. Next week on the High School Musical podcast, we will have Miss Bubble Baths herself, Maggie. Maggie is a clubhouse queen. I'm so excited to talk to her uh, and have her on the podcast. Uh, continuing our tradition of great guests, including the one on this call. Um, in terms of my pop culture plug, I guess never have I ever. Uh, it's a good season. Don't spoil and, it. Okay, I will say that Big Red's mom is one of the teachers in the school in one episode. So, okay, we yeah, but that. don't spoil it. I'm so excited to watch it. Um, except for see, okay, I want Sex Education season three to come out already. Yeah, uh, I, I can't tell you when that's coming out. I don't know, but. I, I agree with you. Um, but yeah, do we have a hashtag for this episode? I guess a uh, hashtag, I don't know. Do the, the couple name. Um, what was it for? Oh, Seblos. Seblos. Yes, hashtag Seblos. Um, until next time, everyone. Bye. 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 At the top of my lungs You keep it all bottled up We're different that way But please don't ever change The vibes feel like it's only us Looking for our kind of love And maybe that's true But I'm so glad that it's you I wish you knew that you're fantastic I'll be right here Whatever happens when all said and done, you'll always be the one that I keep coming back to. In a heartbeat, I choose you. Hope you know you'll never dance alone. So don't you worry, don't need to. In a heartbeat, I choose you. You make me feel like myself. Why would I go anywhere else? How crazy I am. Somehow you understand. You're the sweetest guy I've ever met I'm as lucky as lucky can get Too good to be true Knowing somebody like you I wish I knew that you're fantastic But I don't have to tell you This is magic When all said